gentlemen, and welcome to another installment of Girls in Pajamas! Well, technically, Nicole, it's not another installment. This is our first installment that isn't our first installment that is our first installment. Exactly. <laughs> Would you like to tell the people what happened to our first installment? Really? Because I'm a bit embarrassed. <laughs> well, you, you see, our first first episode. Mm-hmm. You see, I, I was, I was, yeah, I, I took the mic with my thumb. <laughs> <laughs> yes, ladies and gents and non-binary pals. We're recording this on Nicole's phone, and she held it in such a way that covered the microphone the entire time. Not the entire time, I passed the phone to you at one point. <laughs> yeah, and when it was in my hand, the recording's perfect. But for about half the episode, you can't hear diddly squat. I'm very sorry, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> so, if, you know, if we get popular, I promise bloopers. I promise if we get popular. <laughs> oh, okay. So now we have to reintroduce ourselves all over again. Yes, we do. Why don't you go first, Miss Blooper Reel? Hey. Hey, how you doing? I'm Nicole, and I am the youngest sister. And I said it once, and I'll say it again, though they, they didn't hear it. I am a unicorn mixed with a rainbow mixed with a marshmallow. <laughs> you know. I just imagine someone completely dressed in rainbows, with curly hair, a unicorn horn, and just a marshmallow all over. No, that's a, that's a pretty astute. And I'm Sophie, the older sister. There is just the two of us here. Yep. Alone in our parents' basement. Or dungeon. Whichever you prefer. <laughs> and I am her polar opposite. She is the light, I am the dark. I am the shadow to her light. Yes. Pretty much. Open your eyes, man, and stop pretending to be my shadow. It's true. It's true. I wear exclusively black, have been since I was 14. The little goth lifestyle didn't choose me, I chose it. Wait, that's backwards. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I am heavily inked, whereas Nicole is scared of needles. Everyone has a phobia, dude. What's your phobia? I don't know. Spiders? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people don't like spiders. Yeah. I'm not particularly fond of needles. It's just that when you get a tattoo, it's different. It's hard to explain. Mm. Tiny looks more like a gun. It does the tattoo look? That's why it's called a tattoo gun. It, it looks like a gun. Well, it's, it's an L-shaped black object. You have to see it to know. Mm-hmm. Anyway, we're getting off track. We're getting off track. Yes, we are. What is this podcast about, Spunik? Well, I'd say it's a mix of uh, improv, randomness, and serious questions that other people are too afraid to ask. That sounds like quite a a concoction there. Yep. (laughs) I want something lightheart, funny, but also mildly serious. (laughs) It's serious when we decide it is. Yeah. In our serious section. Yes, that's the part where we ask serious questions. Otherwise, we're just sort of sat here talking nonsense. Basically, yeah. Basically. Yeah. No script. None whatsoever. All improv. Well, you know, unless we're covering the microphone with our thumb. In the- what do you mean, we? <laughs> you can't- We, my ass. in my half of the episode, the sound is crystal clear. It was pretty good. It was you who covered the microphone. 
guilty as charged. <laughs> Don't drag me into your nonsense. <laughs> Sanika, what should we do on our first ever podcast? Well, it's time for serious section. Ooh, our first one. With Nicole. Yes. Mm. So, and it's everyone's favourite phrase, or at least it's gonna be. What's up with that? That's gonna be a stupid catchphrase. Yep, I'm gonna go around and ask people, what's up with that? And they're gonna explain their thing about what's up with that. So, Sophie, asexuality, what's up with that? <laughs> well, for those of you who don't know, which is everybody because it's our first episode, I am asexual. That is part of the LGBTQ. A. A. Plus, plus whatever that yeah community I think and what that means is that I personally experience no sexual or physical attraction you know when you see someone cute walking down the street and you're like mm, boy looking like a snack I don't experience like that she's sliding into no one's DMs I, I slide nowhere she slides nowhere she's as solid as a rock it's true and the important thing to remember is that asexuality much like most things is a spectrum some asexuals will have sex the way they do the dishes you know they'll do it because it makes their straight partner happy or you know it's not their favorite activity but they'll deal with it and other asexuals like myself are completely repulsed by the very idea the very idea of it makes me gag. <laughs> I'm that kind of asexual. <laughs> and we're talking about this, folks, because it's a rather unknown branch. Everyone I've ever come out to, can you come out as an asexual? Was I in an asexual closet? I think so, yeah. <laughs> well, everyone I've ever come out to has asked me what's asexual, and I'm not offended by the question because I know it's sort of recently discovered air quotes yeah no sexuality is ever discovered mind you they've all existed it's been around since the caveman times yeah just now it has a name like before a dog didn't have a name no one does so we didn't newly discover a dog (laughs) well i guess we kind of did yeah you my point my point stands So yeah, that's why we're talking about it here today, to explain asexuality. And asexuality is often discovered later in life. So I've met plenty of asexuals who've had marriages, who've had children in fact. A bit like a gay man. Yes, a bit like a gay man who has a wife, has children and then years later comes out as gay. You know, he was gay all along, he just didn't understand what he was feeling. Different times. Yeah, and that's what we asexuals sort of experience. We can be in relationships for years on end, knowing something doesn't feel right, but not really understanding what that something is. Mm. So just because you run into somebody who's had sex, claiming they're asexual, don't go standing around saying you can't be asexual because you've had sex. We've all had that uh, encounter of, oh, you know, you can't be gay because you've been with so-and-so. It's like, we've all done weird shit in high school, people. Exactly. You know, we try to be normal, but it's just not us. Precisely. I myself have had a sexual relationship in the gobble vouch. It's true. And that's because I didn't understand my feelings yet. 
I thought if I tried it, then this feeling I was having would magically go away and I'd become I normal. did it? No! It didn't. <laughs> nope, still asexual. And I've never had a sexual relationship since. Couldn't be happier. So, exactly. What's your advice for straight people? Advice for straight people? Well, since you're all normal, I don't have much advice for you. <laughs> but anyone who identifies under the LGBTQA yes. You are now the voice. Flag, oh dear, this is not a responsibility I signed up for. Is to accept yourself. You're going to have plenty of people in your life who don't accept you or don't understand or don't wish to. I have someone in mind we won't name names. Starts with a D. Ends with a D. <laughs> and the middle letter's A. <laughs> but yes, even though I have people in my life like that, it doesn't matter because I accept myself. And we accept you too, Sophie. Exactly. And I surround myself with people who accept me. And so long as I do that, that's the important thing. And that's my advice. Aww. Everyone go on! Oh, with a sound effect. <laughs> Edit that in later. Yeah, we'll just put that in. We'll put it in. Right, I suppose it's my turn. Yes, it's Sophie's serious section. So it goes right. Yeah. Basically, it's like ba da ba ba ba. Nicole, you are a celiac. Yes. What does that mean? They have to say the phrase. Oh, what's up with that? What's up with that? <laughs> what is up with that? Well, I've been a celiac since I was born. Well, at least I think so. I was diagnosed when I was only a wee baby, just an ankle biter at two. And why do people say that? Because, I don't know, it's an Australian thing. <laughs> and because, you know, kids, they, they go up to your ankle, ankle bite, you get it? Like a baby? <laughs> if you say so. Yeah. I think that's what it means. <laughs> anyway, continue. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I've had it since I was very, very young. I mean, basically, when I was two, I was very, very sick. Mm. I was lethargic. And uh, they took me right up to the hospital and shoved a camera down my throat and said, her stomach just ain't work. Yeah. So yeah, I have to have a very special diet. Yes, you must learn all the things. Yeah, no cake, pasta, pizza, no Greggs, no nothing. And yes, it includes bread. The amount of times that someone's gone, does that mean bread? If I had a nickel, I could buy a yacht. No bread, no sandwiches. Just anything with wheat. Expand your mind and try to think of all the things you eat with wheat in. I'm not allowed any of it. McDonald's burgers. Not the McDonald's. I have a problem with McDonald's, folks. <laughs> oh no, I've triggered her. Yes, I, I have a problem. I was okay with McDonald's. Look, for some good time. But then I, I, I kind of got this anguish within me. Deep within me. Oh, you know, do you know what it's like? Just sad and depressing it is to go to McDonald's, the place of I'm loving it, and only allowed flies. Flies? Flies. Flies. <laughs> I came out wrong. Since when are they serving flies? Fries. <laughs> no burgers. No chicken McNuggets. No happy meals. No nothing. Oh, Nicole. They took the happy right out of the meal. They did. I've got a sad meal. 
Oh, come now, Nicole. You have your own special. Made of rice. Yes, everything she eats is made of rice. Everything. Yes, indeed. I don't know, Nicole. Mom bakes with you. You have your own little book that comes in the mail with special recipes just for you. I wasn't allowed certain things in the house because of you. I could have poisoned myself in a packet of munch them, but you never know. <laughs> and that, because of that, I wasn't allowed them. Yeah, you never know. You know, you wanted to find me face up in a pile of monster munch. <laughs> You know, just like I lived how I died, or I died how I lived. How does that look good? I don't know. I died how I lived, reckless <laughs> and surrounded in monster munches. Indeed, but don't let Nicole sob story fool you. Yeah. I'm so hungry. I'm yeah. so hungry. She has plenty to eat. More than I do, actually. Well, that's because you don't eat anything. <laughs> the people can't see me, but if I got any thinner, I'd fall down the nearest train. She doesn't know what she has, folks. If I had one day, just one day, to eat Greg's paper. <laughs> I'm good. You okay, then, go? I'm good. I had a moment, but I'm back. <laughs> Gregs would never have to open again. I, I'd buy everything. Like the SpongeBob said, I want to buy the entire stock of Gregs. <laughs> and he did not want table allowed it. That's oh, why, Nicole. If she wasn't allergic to it, she'd be about £300. Yeah, I'd eat you out of house and home. That's what we've always said. It's a good thing we're allergic to things, or I'll eat you out of house and home. <laughs> Maybe that's why God put this restriction on you. Yeah, so I just wouldn't eat everything in sight. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, this one's gonna be obese. Wait, I've got it. <laughs> Let's give her a very rare and really weird condition. Because when I was born, celiac disease was hardly heard of. It was very rare. Like, I've bred. The celiacs have, like, invaded since my time. Invaded. You know, like when I was born, celiacs, like, I, I never met another celiac, like in my entire life. And now everyone has it. Yeah, like, I'm gluten sensitive. <laughs> Which please? <laughs> Which please? <laughs> yes, it spread like peanuts. A couple years ago, no one was allergic to peanuts. And now everybody is. Yeah, you're not cool. You're not fancy. Get your life together and stop being on that gluten free diet. Yeah, pop stars. <laughs> Nicole, some people choose that. I know. I know. It makes me it makes me furious. It really does. In some places when you ask for wheat free things, I see them looking at you like mm, you one of those. Yeah. Like there's a stigma going around, right? Wherever I go, um, it's freaking carrot cake. Like if anyone can hear me, us gluten free people, we eat more than carrot cake. Give us chocolate. Give us anything else. Just no more freaking gluten free carrot cake. Oh, I'm offered. Like, do you have any gluten free cake? Oh yes, we have carrot cake. Oh really? Anything else? No. <laughs> I mean, I appreciate the thought, but just why always carrot? Why always that just one? Why always one? Why don't we have a range of options? That's because 
But I presume that people asking for gluten-free are just on a diet. Why not? Well, Some of us are born with it. Some of us are gluten-sensitive, goddammit. <laughs> gluten-sensitive indeed. You know, we have rights too. We should all band together as celiacs and sue McDonald's. What do we want? Gluten-free burgers. When do we want them now? <laughs> uh, cute. Yeah, she's the cute one. I'm the spooky one. Yeah, I think it's all out. Did you get it out? I think so. I think I think you did. Yeah. <laughs> right, Nicole. What should we talk about now? Hmm. I did talk a little bit about your uh, tattoos in the lost blooper, the last episode. The last episode. I was like fucking SpongeBob. Yeah. I found the last episode. What happened to the last episode? I lost it. <laughs> You lost the last episode? <laughs> I lost the last episode. But yes, in the last one we were talking about, specifically, the ace flag, the asexuality yeah. flag. We call ourselves ace, I love that. And how it goes, black, grey, white, purple. And now I've had it tattooed right here on my arm. In book form. In book form, no less. I also have a beautiful little feather that becomes birds as it flutters away. As well as the Pumpkin King, Jack Skellington. In the, frame. In frame. Which is my idea. Which was her idea. The frame was her idea. From the Nightmare Before Christmas, of which and I am a massive fan. Tell yes. us about your next tattoo idea. Oh yes, my next one. I'm thinking for my next one that I'm going to get Elsa from Frozen on one side of my left wrist and then Laura Croft from Tomb Raider and, on the uh, other side of the same wrist. Okay. Yes. Tell the audience who's amazing, spectacular, marvellous idea this was. Sandy's? No, not Sandy's, it wasn't the dogs. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone say hi to our dog who's wandered into the studio. Can you say woof? Apparently not. <laughs> <laughs> she is wagging, folks. So that's Sandy's way of saying hello. Yeah, she she's wagging, but you can't see her. It was Nicole's. It was. It was one of my most brilliant ideas of to date. Fire, ice, Laura, Elsa, two queens, two things. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, it's going pretty cool. Also, good omens. Yes. Good omens, the gayest thing I've ever seen. Wait, Sherlock and Holmes. That's the same thing. That's the same person. Right, right there. <laughs> you mean Sherlock and Watson? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, them too. They are equally gay. And I'm going to have them tattooed too. My book tattoo, if you can sort of picture it, folks, is from my shoulder to sort of low down my sort of uh, above elbow area? What do you call it? Your bicep? Yeah. My bicep. It takes up like most of my bicep on the left side. Yeah. And it has a crown and a teapot spilling the tea, which is my favourite beverage. I'm having one right now. She drinks a lot of tea. You have a problem. You don't share a tea episode. <laughs> I cannot have a problem. Spilling the tea while drinking tea. Yeah, well, yes. we should write it down. We should. Put it in a segment. A top stack of books, and it says, I have lived a thousand lives. Mm. To represent that each time you read a book, you lead a new life. 
So Nicole's idea Hi. is to have book characters sort of surrounding it. Yep. So we're gonna have Aziraphale and Crowley from Good Omens because they were originally a book. The book was better than the movie. Debatable. Actually, I find the TV show equally good. Although actually it is, yeah. And then Sherlock and Watson sort of silhouetted in there. Their book is definitely better. Their book is definitely It's so much gay. If you have not read Sherlock, ten times gayer, <laughs> ten times more romantic, it's the shit. It is the shit. Go watch it in black and white German. <laughs> Oh, did I fall down the rabbit hole when I got yeah, into this Yeah, she did, show? she did. Like, I, like, four weeks ago, I was like, I'm just gonna go check out, like, the modern Sherlock. Like, now it's black and white. <laughs> German. <laughs> so, Tattoos. You know. Buying the original book. Yeah, the big-ass, like, she's got the whole thing. Like, this big-ass book with every single Sherlock story ever written. Oh yeah, over 1,500 pages of non-stop original Sherlock with original pictures. And she's already halfway through. It's true! <laughs> and I've got Sherlock Magna. Magna? Magna. I Mag- said Magna, like Volcano. The anime in print. <laughs> you know. Yeah. And then I'm going to get a tattoo and I'm in their traditional Victorian form. <laughs> the, the message here, folks, is don't get into Sherlock Holmes. Don't do it. It's a slippery slide. Save yourselves. I thought, oh, you know, check it out. It'll be no big deal. But now look at me. I'm watching Sherlock Holmes that was made in 1945, before they invented fucking colour television. But it's gay. Yes. <laughs> and therefore, I love it. <laughs> Watson running towards steam train ride. <laughs> okay, you got to tell the people Watson. about that scene. Okay. Is one of my favourite scenes in Black and White Sherlock. Mm. Right, then Holmes is on a steam train. He's having a meeting, right? Watson's late. The steam train starts to go. Ch- 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 ch. Steam's coming out. I don't know where Watson is. Oh, he's running. He's booking it down the thing like a romantic movie. Down the Wait. Yeah, the platform. Wait for me, Holmes. And he's like, what? He's sticking his head yeah. out of a you know, movie train. He's like a little handkerchief, like, goodbye, my love, remember me. He's running. Reaching he's out running. the train. He's going and he catches it. It's amazing. I don't know how fast and how fast he can run and to get it, but the train is amazing. <laughs> and it's gay. Mm. Yes. The golden movies, well not movies, the theatre. Yes, the movies haven't been invented. They go to the theatre, they go to fancy dinners together, they go to concerts together. Sherlock is very, very dramatic. Oh, he's so dramatic. He takes baths with his clothes on. (laughs) (laughs) It's true. He's such a drama queen. If you haven't read the original Sherlock Holmes, you're in for a treat. He's often portrayed as so serious. Mind up the matter, no emotion. Girlfriend, he is so gay and so dramatic in the book. You're gonna love it. It's great. He's like, Watson, I have been an absolute fool. Would you mind sharing a bedroom with the biggest idiot in England? Watson's just like, get over yourself. <laughs> Stop. Stop it. Yeah. <laughs> he is such a drama queen and I love it. <laughs> it's funny. People have only watched like the BBC modern day Sherlock. They're scratching their heads right now. They're, they're, they're like, like, what, what is she on about? What's going on about? 
But black you, and white Sherlock? Yeah, there's black and white, there's Victorian era. There's German. There's a German there's version. There's a war one. There's a war the wall, version. The war was pretty good. Yeah. But short. Short but good. Yeah. <sighs> you know, I can recommend them all. There's the Japanese one. I have yet to find a Sherlock Holmes I did not like. Except, I want to say something controversial and cool. No, I thought you loved all the Sherlock's. I thought I did. No! Until I found. No! You remember last week I was like, no, don't! <laughs> Robert Downey Jr. Oh, yeah, him. AKA Tony Stark. Yeah, she does not like him. He did two Sherlock movies. Uh, it's set in the Victorian area, but it was made in like the 2000 zone, 2007, to that area. Uh, I'm sure people have seen it. If they haven't, avoid it. <laughs> My problem with those movies isn't the mystery. The mystery is good. The stakes are high. You got Moriarty chilling up in here. Mariachi. She calls him Mariachi. Manastroni. Manastroni, that's a cheese, I think. The point is, that element is good. What it's missing is the chemistry between Watson and Holmes. Holmes is just a bit of a dick. Well, Holmes, actually, Watson's more of a dick than anything. Watson is constantly like, Sherlock, just leave me the fuck alone. I don't want anything to do with you. Let me get on with my own life. You're nothing but an annoyance to me. And Holmes is like, but we've had so many adventures. I thought you were my best friend. It's ineffable. It's like that moment. It's just like that moment. Like, fractionalizing. You called 6,000 years of friendship. Fractionalizing. Yeah. It's like the bandstand scene yeah, from the Omen. It's like that. But for four hours. You remember how heartbroken we all were during that scene? It was so sad. Like, I no, cried. You love each other. As you felt, why are you going to be such a dick right now? That's what the. Uh, those I think he's just trying like. to protect himself. And Crowley. I know what Aziraphale's trying to do. What's what? Watson's problem is my question. What? Maybe he's just got a bee in his bonnet. <laughs> like, he met Mary and he's like, it's Fuck his you, wife. Sherlock. It's his wife. Yeah, the wife's the problem. The wife. If you, oh. <laughs> they might not know about the wife. Oh, tell her. They didn't. Right. This is not mentioned in the Mon Sherlock in most of the movies or really anything. But in the book... No, no, no. She's in the modern Sherlock. Oh, is she? Yeah. But none of the others. Carry on. Oh. Sorry. I... How do you tell? I already get it from her. <laughs> she just passes it on to me. Basically, she's not in a lot of Sherlock. But in the, in the book... She's there in the book. She's in the book. But... But... She's, like, mentioned... Twice. Out of, like, a thousand pages. She's mentioned like twice. <laughs> you know, everything else is gay, 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 gay wife. Gay, 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 gay wife. It's like, you know, we was we said this all the time. It's like he was just trying. Like the first story, there is no wife, but the very next one, a wife mystically appears. Like the Victorian people were like, we can't have this. Two men living together with good chemistry? No! <laughs> and so he just gave him a wife so it wouldn't be gay. Yes. And like Nicole said, although she's mentioned more than twice, that's a bit of an under-exaggeration. 
She's barely mentioned. I counted once because I feel like between the first time she's mentioned, like when Watson and she get together, and the next time we even hear about her is over 400 pages. 400 pages of sheer gayness between Watson and Holmes with no mention of this mystical wife. It's like you're just writing along like, oh, I've got to mention the wife again or people will start to get suspicious. <laughs> people will talk. <laughs> what would the neighbours say? <laughs> yeah. But, you know, Sarah Arthur Doyle, you know, he had protests in the street. Yes. He started fandom. He started fan fiction. He started it single-handed. He did. Give the man some love. Like I said in the in the last episode, if there are comments, give the man some love. Yes. Although he fucking hated Sherlock and he just wanted to kill him off and live his rest of his life in peace, but the people wouldn't let him and I respect him for that. You know what? I'm on their side. Still, give the guy some credit. You know? He's, he's doing his best. You've also spent the life last like last fifteen minutes talking about Sherlock Holmes, right? We don't care. You did say. It's mostly blabber. Yes, although we should probably should talk about something else now. Hmm. We all go and get in for like 30 minutes. We could wrap it up. We could do this. This is only supposed to be our very first episode after it all. It is, it is. Yeah. So if you've just spent the last 10 minutes listening to Sherlock and you don't give a shit about Sherlock. Yeah, it's like... I'm sorry. <laughs> like, in the, in the, like in the comments, like, Jane says, I don't like Sherlock, don't even... <laughs> Come on now, everybody likes like Sherlock. Sherlock. Sophie, yeah, I don't, I don't like Sherlock. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. If you don't like Sherlock, I'm very sorry. We'll talk about something else. Yes. Next what? time. Yes. Something else interesting. Yeah, like what? I don't know. <laughs> we'll talk about something I like. Yeah, we'll talk about Nicole's thing. We're talking about my thing this time. Next time we'll talk about Nicole's. Next day? Strathin, your weaves, anime. Ooh, that's good. Anime. She watches a lot more anime than I do. The only anime I've watched is Black Butler. Oh, yeah. We can we, we talk about, about that. We can talk about Black Butler. We love Black Butler. And next week, next, tomorrow. When are we doing this next? I don't know. We have not decided. Is this like a weekly thing? Is this like a daily thing? Is this like twice a week? We have no idea. We'll we don't. Back- we will come back to you. Yes, when we figured it out. And this has been with me now, Girls, Girls in, in pajamas. pajamas. You can't see us, but we are actually in our pajamas. We are Nightdress Squad. Yeah, look good. So, uh, goodbye, girls, guys, non-binary pals. Like, comment, subscribe if you can. I don't know if this is YouTube. I don't know if you can do any of those things, but if you can, do them. Do it.